Stop being a magpie and focus on what actually moves the needle with Laura Hogan from Sweet Digital. Brought to you by Majestic, I'm David Bain and this is SEO in 2022. Laura, what's your number one SEO tip for 2022? Stop being a magpie and actually focus on what's important and what's going to make a difference. Um, We're definitely very guilty of liking shiny new things and forgetting about our basics. Okay, so what are the shiniest um, new things that you see SEOs drawn to at the moment when it's actually not that important to be considering that or spending a lot of time on it? I think sometimes it's any time Google tweets anything out or we see something change instead of taking stock and waiting and actually seeing the impact of that on our data. We freak out a little bit. We've always been prone to do it when there's been a new algorithm update. We uh, we panic in, instead of kind of t- taking it slow, seeing what the impact actually is before making a rash decision. Tables um, changing. We have to change all of our H1s. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And sometimes it just makes much more sense to just, first and foremost, look at your basics. You know, we, we know that technical optimization, content, links we know we know what the basics and the foundations of seo are but we quite often will overlook it you know remember when faq schema came out and we all took advantage of it and had 10 faqs on every page did that actually have as big as an impact as having a clean technical health and a really strong piece of content would have had possibly not but we just got distracted and blinded by something no rather than focusing on what we know actually does work. Okay. So, I mean, obviously what works has changed quite a bit over the years. So, so what does work at the moment? What, what are the absolute things that SEOs have to be doing? Maybe the top few things um, over the coming year. I definitely think having a clean bill of technical health is always going to be there and always going to be important. Definitely consider the context of things that come come through, you know, when you are looking at any audits and look at whether that is actually important to fix or not. Um, there's some things from an accessibility point of view that may not move the needle from an SEO point of view, but you may want to have to have strong website accessibility, um, like alt tags, for instance. You know, we know that's not going to make a huge element there, but if you are in certain spaces, it is important to have that accessibility angle. Um, we know that content is always strong and especially with the meta changes you know we know that google's pulling information from different places now than where we specifically tell him to um so we do have to we know that that works and we know that you know you can drive really strong traffic from good pieces of content and they can convert really nicely um and links you know we there's always a debate around links but i think there's enough evidence there from a from over the years and recently that show that links can help you move move those positions particularly when you're on the first page and you know everybody's got good technical everybody's got good optimization having those really strong links can be can be the difference for you there um so it, it's the things that we've always known that the nuances of how we do them have changed over the years and what we need to consider when doing them has changed slightly but it's always been those core foundations and it will all it i think it will stay the same and particularly in 2022, that that's what we need to really think about. You're so logical and methodical about things. <laughs> uh, so 
I mean, technical. So you touched on areas such as technical content links. So going back to technical, uh, what are the main areas of technical that, that uh, need to be the focus over 2022? Because we're, we're, we're seeing perhaps um, a, a shift in Google looking at um, things like technical performance of a website, the user experience of a website because of the technical structure of, of a website. So um, what, from your perspective, are the key elements from a technical perspective that is going to deliver that great user experience in 2022 and also therefore that's that that, that bit of google yeah love. i think definitely addressing site speed where you can and and the elements of core web vitals and usability it's it's not easy and it may not even be possible for everybody to have really high scores and that's where the consideration of your customer base has to come in as well you know if you're an e-commerce store you actually want your images to be as high quality and as beautiful as possible. And, you know, you may want 360 views of them. So it's maintaining that balance of going, well, I know Google wants things to be really fast, but actually if my image quality isn't as good as it could be or I'm not using as much video that's going to actually convert, do I want that? So I I think speed side of things and core web vitals is really important, but I do think you have to just consider what the company needs as well and what's going to help the company convert more um 404s crawl errors you know they've always been important we don't want people to be falling onto error pages and clicking on links throughout the site and kind of just getting stopped on their journey because the likelihood of them carrying on is so slim um can we're seeing canonicals and hrefs particularly making a big impact particularly when we're looking at international clients on the on the hreflang side and making sure that they're implemented correctly um something that we've come across for a few clients that are on wordpress sites in particular is that some of the plugins that they're using for recipe recipes and elements like that aren't doing the hreflang tagging correctly when they're doing the international version so some of that needs to be um it's been quite important for international rankings still um, make just making it as easy as possible for Google to call an index. I think, you know, Google's very clever, as we all know, but I think we sometimes forget that it's it's a piece of, you know, it's a piece of software, it's a spider, it's a machine. It doesn't understand context. We just need to make life as easy as possible for Google to find what we want him to find. You mentioned WordPress. It's amazing that around 40% of websites um, have WordPress is at the, at the back end now. I mean, how often is it necessary to do a bit of an audit on the plugins that you have in WordPress just to make sure that everything's performing as you intended? We do it kind of every, every month for every six weeks. Um, I've found that WordPress has been updating quite a bit more this year than it has done in previous years. So we seem to have had more versions come through. Um, and particularly if we get clients on board that are very plug-in heavy, one of the first things we do with them is audit audit the plugins and just make sure they're using things that make sense to use um again there's the magpie syndrome can come in there you know you might find a plugin that's gonna as soon as you uh turn off a a product that's discontinued there's a plugin that's going to redirect it for you you know you possibly don't need that do something better with your discontinued product page actually take people to the most relevant product that exists now rather than throwing them to the home page um there's quite a few kind of tools that don't need to be on 
sites, but people are using them because they think it's going to help with something and help with an SEO factor where they're just adding bloat to the site in, in the long run. Great. And i tell you what, I'd like to emphasize, and I really liked your point about the fact that um, if you have an image-heavy website and you need lots of image and perhaps videos for your customer base for the type of product or service that you, you, you offer, and that's the norm for your industry, then don't suddenly try and strip everything out and make images really small just to try and increase your score. Um, if it's the right thing for your industry to only be able to have a ceiling of 80% score um, in Core Web Vitals, then that, that that's good. It, it's, it's about you against your competition as opposed to you trying to achieve 100% in these technical scores. 100% and that's where our obsession sometimes with tools and scores and numbers works against us you know we don't all we don't always think about the context of the client with like we need to get 100% on our tech score we need to get 100% on our core web vitals and it's it's not always possible and we have to get past that kind of looking for high scores on things because that's not what's going to lead to revenue all the time for clients. We we need to focus on what is driving our clients the revenue and make sure that we're doing more of that and improving that so that they can drive more. So you touched upon content as well. So what changes have you seen in terms of the content that works now You know, versus a few years ago? Definitely long form seems to be working really well. I know that's been around for a while, um, but I think there was a bit of a phase of, do lots of content and have you know three blogs coming out a week because it's all about the frequency of content rather than the the depth of it but I'm seeing a lot more content where it's very in-depth um you know you're kind of using the table of contents element within there as well and breaking it down into really strong subheadings that seems to be performing really well and having really strong ranking longevity as well as ranking for a real breadth of keywords so Instead of having five pieces of content driving bits of traffic in, you're having one that's really working extremely hard and driving in the same amount of traffic as those five. And it's much easier to get one piece of content to work as a conversion trigger than to, you know, you can build your downloads into it and capture email addresses through that. You can build products into there as well and drive revenue that way if it's e-commerce. So, yeah, definitely spending more time on a smaller number of content pieces is something that I think is going to be quite key to next year. Great point. Um, so go for less but more authoritative pieces of content, longer form. Great point about table of contents as well. Give Google an opportunity to really understand what each section of your content is about. And then they're more likely to pull different sections of your content as results on their pages as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So... That's content. You touched upon links as well. Um, how has link building and the type of links that an SEO should be looking to acquire changed? It's got harder, that's for sure. <laughs> Definitely remember the days where you could put a link about puppies on a website about anything. Um, it's got for the better, though, in in, in the relevancy is, is really key. Um, but I think digital PR is brilliant and is great for getting a, high, a large volume of links in a short space of time. But where I think it's moving to is actually 
trying to target a smaller number of links, but them being super relevant links to you. So rather than going for all the national press and, you know, maybe um, lifestyle magazines that have relevance, but may talk about your industry one minute and something completely different the next, being a lot more industry focused and targeted and creating something specifically for one publication rather than trying to create something to appeal en masse. That's where I can see it moving to a bit more in, in, in 2022. So should a site still be looking to acquire and, and work on acquiring new links on, on, a, on a monthly basis? Or because you're talking about trying to just build links that are super, super relevant, is it sometimes just as effective just to maybe have a project at the beginning of year to, to acquire these links and then just focus on content as, as a way of... Um, generating eyeballs and natural additional uh, links on top of that? Or, or should you be doing link building on a monthly basis in general? I think a mix of, two, of the two is, is always good. You know, there's always some consistent link building that you may be trying to do, whether that's through, you know, journal requests and Harrow and, and um, areas like that where you can give your expertise in, in return for, for a link credit. I think always keeping an eye on that is really useful and can, drive some really good opportunities um and actually i think the bigger campaigns have a lot of value from a brand perspective so you know i think it's good to keep running those but consider them as a slightly different objective than to just build links in consider them from a branding perspective and maybe from a social virality perspective as well and then use your highly focused um specific campaigns that you're running maybe to one or two publications with the consideration of, well, I'm really looking to improve performance of X page. So I'm going to use this and monitor the performance of X page based on this. Great. Okay. So you've shared many great things that an SEO should be doing in 2022. Uh, you started off by saying they should stop being a magpie. So maybe what, what are one or two things that an SEO should stop doing in 2022? Panicking, I think. Uh, yeah, stop, stop panicking and jump into conclusions. I think we all need to take a step back and get back into the data a little bit. You know, things will change on Google. Things always change on Google. And I mean, you know, if we look back to like pre-Penguin, how different things were on Google than they are today. Um, we, we just need to stop being so reactive to, to, to any change and actually take take stock of it and make it make an informed decision from there great points great point so if a change does happen monitor it over time and if you're seeing consistent changes then be strategic about any changes that you're going to do yeah and just because you know some things worked for one person or someone on social saying do this doesn't mean that's going to work for you or be right for you you've got to think about your clients and what works for them and not what everybody else is doing great advice well you can find laura over at sweetdigital.co.uk Laura, thanks for being part of SEO in 2022. Thank you very much. Check out the rest of the content from SEO in 2022 over at seoin2022.com. <laughs>